changed over the years. Danger has remained the same. Oh, Lajem! Ten competitors, two rings, one cage, no holds barred. Welcome to the Dirty Sheets, everybody. We are here. We are queer. Let's get our asses in gear. Uh, we are going to give you the rundown of Survivor Series and um, give you a couple tidbits and thoughts on what we think might happen. I'm Cab Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. All of my nonsense is at Lingus Mafia. We are also at Dirty Sheets X for all of your... Dirty Sheets needs. I am along with your number one for all of your wrestling news. He just came out of the closet. That's Mr. Billy Body. Hello. Um, <laughs> just very, just, just very quickly. Um, there is a betting preview for this show over on the Lock Betting Podcast. So we wanted to primarily focus on going in depth on the show. So. We're not going to sort of recover those matches and give our predictions for each individual match. Here, we're going to talk about a few of the subject matters that we wanted to elaborate on on that show. So the way I would do it is I would go over there now, pause, go and take in that preview, which gives you predictions and betting lines. That's where we're going to talk about the main event, the women's match, the, the women's war games, the men's war games, and the other matches. And here, we're going to pick up and elaborate on subjects that we didn't want to talk about over there because we wanted to mainly keep it um, about predictions. So um, the first thing we are going to talk about is not going to be CM Punk, but he will be on the show. We're going to finish out with that because that's obviously going to be the prime topic. But I want to pick up with the Gunther-Miz conversation mm -hmm. and then I want to move to Escobar and what you thought about SmackDown and whatnot. Uh, and, and then we'll talk about CM Punk. And after that, if there's any other ad, ads, additions, any extra stuff you want to discuss, we'll do that as well. So, yeah, um, the, the Gunther topic that we were talking about on the other show, where I said, I know it was scripted, but did you see any truth to what he was saying about Miz in terms of Miz simply just being this kind of sports entertainer, comedy clown, and Gunther being this very, very boring just straight up wrestler who didn't have any entertainment value apart from the, the in-ring. I think they both had truths in them. Um, to but say, how do you think? Well, how do you think well, is well, what I'm trying to get. How do you the funny thing is, like, when Miz has done things to where he's gotten fucking serious and, like, really fucking straight, I think he's been fucking great. Like, when we've seen... Um, him do the whole fucking thing on um on Brian right in the the promo, it, it's shit like that mm -hmm. where it was like man that's really fucking good, um but that's not like that's not what he does that's like I like that it's in his repertoire to be able to, maybe he should do a little bit more of that but at this point it's. That's not what he is. He he is he is his character. He is what he is. Um, when it comes to Gunther, Gunther is the the wrestling machine, obviously, and he's not Mister Personality. But at the same time, he conducts himself well enough to where I'm fine with him not being Mister Character. I'm fine with him being this is what he is because. It wouldn't make sense him going out there trying to fucking smile and be goofy. It, it it's not fucking it's not him, let alone him as a character. Um, and he does so well in the ring with selling and executing. I could go for if he had a had some more size to him. I think that would help him. I think if he bulked up, it would be one of those like he's nearly unstoppable. But he looks. He looks frail to me because of his, um, like, all the weight loss stuff, right? Because um, he's tall and lanky, very Frankenstein. Um, but he's very good at what he does. And, and I think the way he sells is fucking fantastic. And when he gets on mic, it's not like you can't understand a fucking word. He has an accent. Who cares? But 
he he's very believable to me with what he says and he's not he's not a guy who is frozen when confronted with something like the crowd starts in with USA that shit wasn't scripted he fucking went right into it about you know it's the weakest response that a crowd could do throw three letters at me like I'm bothered by it and you know like he really got you know it was like shit well, that was out of nowhere because w- w- since when have they fucking chanted USA at him, you know? Um, so I I, th- I think obviously both things had truth to them. Uh, a matter of how much truth did you really care about, though, with them? Because we already kind of know about those. Yeah, I mean, I think he found a niche within a niche. I think for him to be this foreign wrestling machine was a niche character anyway. But in order to sort of have that way of talking around it and having this sort of this this cadence around it um, is very unique as well because he's not, if you remember back in the day, the way Baracus, mm. there was a guy called Baracus yep. who came in and did anything. Um, and he was a big bodybuilder and he was supposed to be almost like WWE's Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you're going to have this foreign European in who's just going to be this big muscular guy who 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 beat people up. And the other way to go with that is to say, I hate USA, I hate USA. He hasn't mm-hmm. done any of that. He's just gone down the route of being this European who's a good European wrestler. And his tone, his cadence, and his promo style is just very pretentious. It's like I'm... I'm better than you because I have this European demeanor and I believe that Europeans are better than Americans without saying it. I, he just acts like he's better than people. There isn't that because you're American, because you're Canadian, because you're anything attached to it. It's just actually just emphasizing the European element of it. I'm better because I'm me and I'm because I'm, I'm European and because I'm from Austria, Germany, whatever. It's not because I'm better than you because you are shit. He's been very careful not to go down that route where he has shat on towns or people or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. The USA thing was brand new, but it's brand new because they've not hit that nail. They've not gone down that, that that route where they've tried to elicit US chance instead. Instead, they've avoided that and just simply tried to say where we're from and where and what we are and how we do things. We're better than you. And they've done a good job with that. And that's, as I said, a niche within a niche. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with everything you said about that. But do you buy him as the next level? That's the main question. Do you buy him as as a champion, a face, a Royal Rumble winner? Can he walk into WrestleMania's champion or challenge? I think so. I think he can do that. I don't see him doing like, you know, like you're saying beforehand on the other show about... Uh, can he do commercials or something like that? You know, in real life type of shit. No, um, I I can see him winning the rumble for sure. Th- this title run has obviously uh, pushed him beyond. You know, um, showing that he can do things. And before I was not that high on him. You know, it's like yeah, he he's Mister. I do a you know he's the ring general as they say, and it's like okay whatever. Um, but the way he does have the man, I think he's really good at what he does, like I'm saying, with the selling and all that kind of stuff. So him going into Mania and even him, he's not the flashy guy, right? And that's what you always like go, mm, I don't know. Because if it's him and Roman, I'm interested in it. And I don't know. It's like, I don't know how I feel about it, but I know I'm interested in it. and. Wow, how are they? How would they do this? At this point, for me, I don't know. Like, if that was at Mania, I don't know which way I think it would go. The only thing weird about that is that they're both bad guys. And you go, well, if you're going to have someone beat Roman, it's probably going to be a good guy that everybody could fucking cheer and go crazy, right? Um, But if you're just having a match and it's like, it's practically two undefeateds, you know, I mean, sure they've all, they've both lost, but not for a very long time. So 
to have that match, I'd be like, I I would like to see what the fuck they did because it's hard for me to see either of them straight getting pinned. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. It's not likely to be Roman and it's likely to be, I would say, Seth. And if it's Seth and we have to navigate some obstacles here, like say Drew is unsuccessful if he gets the rematch. Um, let's say that the priest uh, um, cash in messes up because of the dissension in the, in the ranks and judgment day somehow find that find a way to mess that up. Or even if we go down a route of priest is successful, but Rollins wins it straight back. Um, whatever it may be, if we do wind up with Seth walking into WrestleMania as the champion, do you buy Gunther as the challenger for that? Is that main event significantly weaker than whatever they're doing on SmackDown, which is probably going to be Cody and Roman? Um, do you buy Gunther as the winner? What do you do with the Intercontinental title? Do you go down the relinquished path after all this? Or do you think that he's capable of winning the Rumble, losing the IC title, and then going to Mania? Can you lose a title after the Raw Rumble? Do you relinquish it? Do you lose it beforehand? Like, how do you book this if it's the Seth situation or do you have or do you just have both belts and then you give one up when you've got two i i could easily see him beating south and that's that's an easy way to go i think um and believable and makes him even stronger because if he goes in there and like just fuck i don't know if you gotta squash anybody but you know hard fought and he fucking leaves him laying and because i think they've tried to make seth you know try to make this belt mean something. So they've had him win pretty fucking good matches. So trying to build that. So if then Gunther beat the shit out of him, I think that would be major. And I, I don't know. I, I think that would be the way to go if they're going to do it as in don't have him lose the IC. I mean, it just, it's just going to hurt unless, unless the only way they do those type of things is always on a three way, right? Or he didn't lose it. That's the only place to do that. Um, but otherwise, have have the belt and have it be title for title. Have it be Warrior Hogan, you know, on a way less level. Um, and have it be winner takes all. And then have him hand over that fucking okay, belt. Okay, go back, go back, go back, go back two seconds. Why you said way less level. That means it's not working. Well, when way you less say because, that line, well, Hogan, I mean, Hogan is not Seth and Warrior is not Gunther. That's that, that's right, but, completely you know enormous. Okay. Then then it's not working because it's Warrior was only an Intercontinental Champion going into that match. He was a two-time Intercontinental Champion. Prior to that, he had lost the belt at WrestleMania Five the year before mm. and regained it at the eighty-nine SummerSlam. So from eighty-eight SummerSlam going into WrestleMania, he had had a 20-month stint as Intercontinental Champion, which was interrupted by Rick Rude for four months, right? Yeah. So that is not as strong as Gunther. Like, in terms of the booking that Gunther has received, the unstoppable the unstoppable booking, the undefeated run that he's been on, that was not afforded to the Warrior. But you just said it's not Hogan Warrior. Now, Gunther should be in a position where he looks like Warrior or he looks like Goldberg, but there is something missing. As much as we're okay with what they're doing, is that us kind of lowering our standards down to the modern era or is there something genuinely missing there? Because for you to say, it's not Warrior, it's not Hogan. I 100% agree with you. Seth is not Hulk Hogan. Seth shouldn't even be champion. Um, and I, I'm not a fan of his, his work and his character at all. He's a very good wrestler. He's very good um, to put in the middle of your card to have a, a very good match. But I still believe, when I see Seth Rollins, I see Dolph Ziggler, who got pushed. I see someone who's got no more talent, no more charisma, no more personality, isn't as appealing to women, isn't as appealing to children. I just see Seth Rollins as the Dolph Ziggler who actually got his push, mm. whereas Dolph Ziggler became a gatekeeper, which is what I think was probably about right for him. And I also believe, because I don't think he was the next Sean, and I also don't think that Seth is the next Sean, but Seth is booked significantly better, and there's just been zero interest in anything that he's done. Uh, poor T-shirt sales, poor um, social media numbers, poor action figure sales, poor ticket sales, um, poor in terms of um, how he's pushed. 
and by comparison to other people in the company who have been given these pushes, such as Roman Cena, etc. So I definitely know Seth Rollins is not Hulk Hogan. So I would be all for Gunther going there and squashing him. He won't because this is modern day wrestling. And modern day wrestling is dictated by these fucking losers who watch both AEW and WWE and Japanese wrestling tapes and know everything on the internet. And they won't accept anything other than a 30-minute match between these two where everything in existence is kicked out of because that's going to be the match that they do and nothing else will be acceptable. And Hunter as well, he's kind of been sucked into this because he's a wannabe Paul Heyman. Um, He wants to be loved by everybody. He wants to be seen as this guy who puts on this great wrestling and he will also be taken in by this and will not elevate Gunther the way that he should be. Gunther needs that quick win and he needs to go into this as an Intercontinental champion and he needs to surrender it because that will elevate him. What we'll get instead is a long match which he may win or may not win because even this entire match is hypothetical but the fact that you said this ain't Hogan Warrior when in fact it is champion versus champion you're basically saying both of these guys are nowhere near the level of those two guys. Mm -hmm. I understand it was said I don't understand it with Gunther, and if and if you're right, and I and I and I, I agree with you, you are right. But why are you right? Why are you so right about what you said? Because Gunther is a warrior, even though he's been put better. Yeah, I don't. I think a lot of it is the time, as in this, you know, day and age compared to back in the glory days. And the oversaturation and being on every fucking week and seeing it every week where before it was is spectacular. Gunther, is, is Gunther, let me give you another question. Is Gunther, is Gunther Sid, is Gunther Psycho Sid? If Psycho Sid was challenging Hogan as a bad guy for his belt, would you would you say that Gunther is at least equivalent to him where he's mm. this big heel, big heel challenger, very strong push, lots of wins? Do, do, do you think that he... Is in the same breath as him. I don't even think he's in the same breath as Sid. I don't think he's in the same breath as Sid because Sid was around a long fucking time. And I think at the same time, people rooted for Sid as as a fucking person too. Because it was like, this motherfucker, when are they going to fucking do something? And like people were genuinely like happy when he fucking beat Shawn Michaels. Like it was like, finally, you fucking got it, you know? Like that Vlad guy was like fucking hugging him afterwards. He's like, you fucking did it. Um, yeah, it was like... Was but that's the Shawn Michaels win. That's the Shawn Michaels win. That's not the 1992 where Sid turned and went up against Hulk oh, Hogan. Now, if Hulk Hogan had won the 92 Raw Rumble, for example, mm-hmm. and or if, or if we didn't do the whole thing where it was vacant, um, would you have accepted... Sid as the as the challenger, like totally. to the t- totally. Sid, Sid had a look where- too. See, here's the thing: the, the Sid was the look at the size of Sid, and like if Gunther was put together like Sid, oh fuck, I'd go 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 tell him to beat Roman now. You know, it, it's a lot of it to me has to do with the look, and I'm like he's skinny. You know, I mean he's he's got that. They they use him as like a brute. You know, and and slapping everybody, and you know, uh, you know, towering over people and stuff. But at the same time, <laughs> he's fucking, he's pretty skinny. Yeah, it's a very difficult thing to sort of, um, sort of compare because it's not very often that you have these heels who go on undefeated streaks and who are unbeatable and getting clean wins. So you have to use the reason why I had to use Sid was because I can't use uh, Ted DiBiase. Rick Rude, uh, I can't use these people were these people cheated and these people were beaten a lot in feuds or they would lose by countouts or whatever. So it can't be Mr. Perfect or Ted DiBiase or Rick Rude because they're not comparable. No, they were not afforded clean, but clean heel victories. The only person that came to my mind was was Psycho Sid. He was the only one who was booked in that manner. Um, later on down the line, there were a few more guys that that got that kind of push, but they're not really comparable to 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 where Gunther's at. Um, I think Lex Luger was was one, maybe the narcissist Lex Luger character. He got he got quite a few wins uh, when he was being built up in '93. But yeah, it's 
it's, you a, know, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a unique. Another one that's, that's odd if you look at it and, and I don't think, I don't think it occurs to anybody when you look at it like, oh yeah, he shouldn't have a chance in, in the world is million dollar man. You always thought he was capable enough, right? And look how much smaller right. he was than Hogan. <laughs> like he was significantly fucking small. And, but you always had the belief it's fucking, you know, fuck, guy's technical and this and that. And he's fucking, he's really good. So it never occurred to me when I would see DiBiase compared to any of the fucking monsters. Like, oh, fuck, you know, look how much smaller he is. I never had that thought in my head. I had the thought he won't win because he's a bad guy and, you know, he's just going to be the guy who loses. But he had the equalizer. He had Virgil out there. He had the money to buy off refs or he could cheat matches and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. He wasn't a flat-out heel. Um, I'm actually thinking of a second example now is the Undertaker. Uh, the Undertaker rolled into 91 Survivor Series without a televised loss. He was losing on house shows all the time to Alma Warrior. Oh. But um, by, the time, by the time he walked into Survivor Series, which is actually what we've just done a whole show on, um, he walked in as the challenger for Hulk Hogan. Do you see Gunther aligned with, with, with him at least? Or, or he's, he's another one, Diesel. Diesel, Diesel 93, 94 version didn't have many losses either. Trying really, to work out where it's where, where, to where get a comparison is, because, is very hard to do. It's he's very much a, his own guy. Like I'm trying to even think of, you know, that comparison because I'm like, oh, well, this other person had, you know, a lot of personality. But he's so, better than he, is he he's better than Alex Wright, though, right? Yes. Yeah, by far. Because that's. Because that's the other comparison. If you want to go too far down the other way, you could say, "Oh, we had this. We had this character before. His name was Alex Wright because we did." Well, what's the, what is, was the comparison? Because he's German. I mean, that's right. the only comparison, though. I mean, if you want to just say because he's well, from still, somewhere, you have the act, you have the accent too, and you had the and Alex Wright was given a title as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a dominant, you know guy though he wasn't mr fucking i'm gonna come in there it, it's no no but but no 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 but 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 then sid wasn't german like or neither was undertaker so you can't we used those guys as heels who won cleanly and were pushed strong He's... but they weren't german now now we go to the european guy he doesn't have the strong wins but he does have the german accent and he did have a title so there are little pieces of of everybody in gunther um you've got a piece of sid piece of Undertaker, piece of even Triple H, the the Blue Bud version, a piece of mm. Alex Wright. There are little pieces that we've seen historically. The concern I have is that all the pieces of the pie don't add up to a main event character that you would accept. You'll turn around, and it's almost like your attitude, and it's the same as mine, where you'll turn around and go, well, if Kofi's had it, well, if Big <laughs> E's had it, if Jinder Mahal's, if Jinder Mahal's had it, and and Shane's had it, and we've had all of these like lower champions. He's nowhere near as bad as those. He's not bottom no. ten. So that's no. kind of where the bar is. But I think that we're in a position, especially after Roman's reign and what Roman's done with the other title, we should be getting away from that. Where we're saying, okay, we want to erase Kofi and Jinder and all these guys, and and actually, we don't want to go back down there again. We don't want Gunther being the thirty fifth best champion of all you know on the list um, or just being slightly outside of the the bottom 10 mm. like it, this this is do you know what i mean like yeah. this this is this is somebody who you'd look at and go at the moment and say oh yeah he'd get a good he'd get a good draft pick as a shit champion um <laughs> but but we don't but we don't want him we don't want him there like we want these we want this 14 and three kind of kind of champion if someone's gonna uh, uh, get rid of Rollins's get rid of Rollins's reigns Rollins's run he needs to be which is why I've always said don't fucking um handcuff Cody and put him in a situation where he keeps saying that he has to face Roman he has to face Roman because you could have Cody on raw now with this title it's still a fucking title and he's the right guy to have it because he elevates that belt and makes it seem more more important. The prospect of Cody and perhaps Gunther, if this does happen, um, going into the first week after WrestleMania as champions, 
uh, with no Roman on television now after that, it does not excite me at all. It's that's a that that looks like a dark time for me. And the only reason why I kind of feel that this is more possible is if you look ahead, and we mentioned this in a group chat that you missed it, obviously. If you look ahead to the pay-per-views that they booked ahead, it's just very odd to me that they're taking the they're doing backlash and Leon, and then they have this German pay-per-view as well. And that all to me sets up towards if you're not pulling the trigger at Mania. You're certainly making the guy the champion this year at some point. That that's just how I feel. Mm, you don't think he's going to go another year? I think he's going to go into Germany as champion, or he'll be, or he'll win the belt in Germany. Oh, you're talking Gunther? Yeah. Mm, I see. I'm thinking about uh, Roman uh, being champion for another. No, year no, right, 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 no, Roman. No, Roman's done. I think. I'm thinking the, to, beat, to beat the. Uh, Hogan thing um god yeah I mean that would be an idea though to have have uh Gunther take that fucking Rollins title in fucking Germany but do you if it's not in Germany if he's just if he's just defending in Germany and he does win it at Wrestlemania and you do come out of Wrestlemania with Cody and Gunther Mm. uh, how much more probably not more, less watchable does this make this show? Because I know we uh, we always talk about how we're struggling anyway. Um, that doesn't excite me at all. Yeah, I would I would, I would, would like I, to see the whole, um, like you're saying, like uh, Gunther versus Rollins and it's title for title. I, I would actually like that. I think, I think it would be very obvious, though, that Gunther would win that. But I don't know if that changes my opinion of it. But I'm talking like we're three weeks into April. WrestleMania is three weeks in the past. Gunther's your champion now. Roy, uh, Cody's your champion now. On Cody, you've got Solo Sokoa as the number one contender. He's trying to get the belt back because he's trying to get revenge for Roman. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you're looking at, SmackDown. Solo's the challenger for Cody. Over on over on the Raw, uh, Seth Rollins wants a rematch. Are you excited by this? Like by what you're getting, what you're getting at Backlash? Mm, I mean, I what? for the most part after WrestleMania is the fucking you know letdown. It's the you know because it's it's Christmas. Everybody got to fucking Christmas, and um, you know that's that's what it is. It's like all right, you had your Christmas, and now you're playing with your toys, and it's it's that fucking downside almost. It's where things are quiet. So I think they just try to get by and have, uh, you know, the rematches. It's like, all right, let's get through this month. So let me chuck you a curveball then. Like, would it, would it, it, would it have been more exciting for you had they done, or would it be more exciting as a television product had Logan Paul been carrying the money in the bank instead of Priest and he cashed in at WrestleMania? And whilst you've got Cody as the champion over on SmackDown, who beat Roman Reigns, and he's going into his program with Solo Sokoa, on Raw, you're starting something brand new. You've got Logan Paul, after cashing in his money in a bank, starting the era of Logan Paul as the champion on Mondays. Is that is that more appealing than, I, Gun- than Gunther as a, as, a, as a TV product? I, well, it I is, do. isn't it? Right? It is. It's, it is. Yes. Uh, it's, and it's from personality. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's somebody who's, you know, lively and has personality is always going to, uh, you know, beat the other one out. Even as, as, you know, much of a non-talker, I guess people like to say that Brock is, I think Brock holds his own. I mean, he's not like, you know, doing cartwheels and shit like that, but he's, um, he's very suitable enough to be talking and um beyond believable in the fucking ring so it's like he has just enough personality to where you'd be fine with him on tv too you know it's that kind of a thing let's let's shift and talk about um santos escobar because we're of the same opinion Do you know what i honestly thought on on friday he did well but i thought it would be something that slipped under the radar mm-hmm. i just caught myself the way i kind of watch rest modern day wrestling is i'm half on my phone yeah. Uh, especially on a Friday, we're thinking about like what I'm doing betting wise. Um, NFL's coming up off of NFL the weekend and soccer and whatnot. So I'm half watching it and then I'm like into it. I'm watching it and going, this guy's actually 
pretty good. He's talking a lot of sense. He's making good points. Um, he brings her out, uh, Zelina out here. She slaps him. She's crying. She's good. Uh, the way that she mm. um, speaks always. Uh, and she's got the big titties on her little body, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the tag team come out and he beats them up. And I thought that was good as well. But even everything that got to that point, um, everything he said was very well articulated. And as I mentioned on the show, uh, which is a controversial take, he's the good version of Andrade. I think he's equal to him in the ring. I think there's nothing Andrade can't do that he that can do that he can't do. I believe they're equal in the ring. Um, I think Charlotte feels like she married the wrong one um, because like, this give me is another I go for the... <laughs> Yeah, give me the one that can fucking speak to me. Uh, maybe they, maybe she doesn't want anybody who can. Well, maybe she's crazy and she she just wants someone who can't listen to her shit. Maybe um, because that makes no sense. That like. I can't imagine anybody like dating somebody that couldn't speak their same fucking language easily. You know, yeah. it's how Maybe the fuck do you fall like, in I, love with somebody that you can't talk to? I saw I, I saw her like I, I I was on a bike next to her once, so she was just going. She was, she was really angry on the phone that she couldn't get uh, egg white omelets and mm-hmm. uh, she couldn't get egg whites, and then that, that she. And when she that, that when she did get them, she could tell she asked for a specific way, and that she could tell that it was an egg white mix. And she asked them to remove the yolk to actual crack real eggs, the real egg whites, because the uh, liquid egg whites bloat her, and she was really pissed off. Like this is this is the level of woman that I think that have we're dealing with. Which is, have a yolk; it ain't gonna kill you. Fuck. A bit bloater, apparently. So, um, so, so, yeah, she was complaining about that. And she, complaining to the point where she was on a cross trainer and needed to actually phone someone about oh, this to vent about. She was given liquefied egg, egg white instead of the actual egg white from the egg. Uh, I listened to this whole conversation. I was like, wow, like the my fucking husband has to deal with this shit or whoever. But, um, but yes, yeah, she seems very, very high maintenance. So perhaps like a non-speak, a non-English speaking person's best. But ultimately, it's not good. It's not good for wrestling. So you have an English speaking good Andrade here, a good a wrestler who's as good as Andrade speaks better English. I said on the show we, they should just put him backwards, Zelina, and create that, recreate that combination because that was absolute fucking fire in NXT. And it'd be even better now when she's a good talker. And for her to actually now, uh, because she's sexy, and that's hard to like boo her. Um, she doesn't, these types, when you, when you look like that, like her or Scarlet, you can't get any genuine heat. But if you turn on someone like Rey Mysterio, that's very good for getting heat. And we've seen what it's done for Dominic. So if she was to do that, that would kind of, obviously it wouldn't erase how she looks entirely because she always comes out looking, looking great, but it would be, I think a, a good, a good way towards giving her some heat. So I would pair them back up together and I would push him. Um, I think there's a big upside to him. And um, yeah, I honestly thought when I reached that conclusion and wanted to discuss that, that I would be alone. I honestly thought that our conversation would be something along the lines of, I didn't really notice. I'll go back and watch it again. But you did notice. Oh, so God, that's yes. good. Uh, yeah. And, and those type of things are the ones that always uh, get me most because I want to hear the reasons. And for you, usually they disappoint me. Uh, the reasons as like, why did you, why Drew, why one of those things, you know, which we were kind of down a little bit on, you know, Drew's reason is, you know, constantly fucking Jay, you know, it's, it's like, I mean, come on. Um, but this made all the sense in the world. And this is what you were thinking, probably the same as I was, where we knew the reason and we're like, just please say that this is the fucking reason, because it makes sense that he's being blamed where he's done nothing but be loyal and, uh, you know, and you bring in an outsider in and you fucking take his word. You've been with me. What the fuck? Um, so it made sense at least. Um, and, and that's what they expressed and having the other guys come to the ring and he's like, all right, are you guys with me? And they're like, no. And he's like, then get the fuck out of here, you know, and, and El Cabong's them. Uh, those other guys need him. <laughs> he, they should be going with him and turning bad because, fuck, they 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 get nervous every time the phone rings that they're gonna get fired. 
Um, I love that one's a Filipino and he's in the LWO, but that's okay. Um, yeah, they, they, those two, I think, need uh, something to do more than anything else. For more than her, do you think she fits in with the LWO? I think she can. I think she's like pretty and people like her and stuff like that. And she could be a a, a good guy. I, I think she showed, you know, when she was in Puerto Rico and had her match and all that kind of stuff that she could be, you know, you know, pushed as something. Uh, even at, I mean, she could be both sides, really. Um, I mean, maybe eventually she turns and goes that way, but it's... They better make it make sense after this because, you know, she made too much of a point of like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, you know, he's our guy and all that kind of shit. And then it'd be weird if she then just, you know, flipped and went with him now. Yeah, that's the point because it's been said. And I mean, there are there's swerves. always ways out. Yeah, there's all. Yes, exactly. But the swerve, I don't like it when this when it gets physical. When the swerve is, when when someone's acting and they're crying and whatever, it's it's different. But like, it's always a bit of a reach when he says, "I told her to slap me." Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, like, oh, I took one for the team, you know. Or when they're in matches and they're getting their asses beat up by the other fucking person, and then they fucking turn with them, and you're like, but that's when it makes no sense. You got to have them never touch, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're both on the same page with that one. And the last thing we're going to discuss, mm-hmm. which is, um, as 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 I say one more time, there is a proper preview. So if we're not, if you're thinking, why the fuck are these guys not talking about war games and how they're not talking about um, Drew and the um, the Judgment Day against the uh, fuck me, who's the team? Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, Sammy Zayn, and Orton. Um, I know Randy. I know Orton, but there's one more. Sammy Cody. Who did I miss? Sammy Cody, Jay. Orton. Orton. And Seth. He's the other guy. <laughs> Seth. Oh, what a champion. <laughs> what that, a, that stunning champion. Like you would have forgot Hogan on his. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that on purpose. I swear to you. Um, <laughs> but me, that's bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that we, we talked about that already. We talked about Orton. We talked about all of that stuff. So, that's why it's not here. It's not some sort of oversight. These are topics that we decided to elaborate on on the show. Otherwise, the betting show would needlessly have been an hour. Um, but let's talk about Punk. What are you expecting now? Oh, boy. This weekend. I'm really hope. My cousin asked me this this last day. He goes, do you think he's going? I, it really is 50-50. I'm thinking he has to be. I, I refuse to believe that this is not happening. It has to be happening. Um, my God. Well, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here watching on TV. It's going to fucking suck. I love it, that it's going it to actually... That's so great. <laughs> Where I'm like, I'm perfectly fine to watch it at home. It's fine. Um, you like you like that. You like staying at home. Sometimes. Oh, I love to very stay like... at home. You kidding me? <laughs> Fuck. The uh, the plague was the best time of my life. I never had to leave the house. The only thing that sucked is there was no sports. Um, there are some people I hear saying that, and like I hear some people saying that about that, um, about how they miss COVID. And there are days <laughs> that there was something about it in yeah. terms of where there should be like a day, a couple of days a, a month, I think, where you just have to fucking wait, where they close everything and you have to fucking stay at home. It was nice. I mean, there was a thing to it. I, like I said, if sports was on TV, there wouldn't have been a problem. There was fucking, we were watching cornhole for God's sake. There was nothing um, that blew. Uh, but he's, I, I can't imagine he's not there. The The way he talked about it on radio shows, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a convince. Like he never said no, unless he does that just to be a fucking you know troll and knows you know. Well, I'm gonna say it like this, even though I know I'm not going, but I want people to fucking. But then why would he be fucking people who were into him? You know, so he really was like, no, I don't have a ticket. You know, one of those. Th- so it was. I'm like, mm-hmm, you know, oh, I'm taking care of my dog. Uh, fuck, like your wife's not home to do that for the three hours you'd be gone. You know, so. 
That's what wives are for. Exactly. And, and other things. Um, so I would assume so. I, I really would think he's showing up. And you had said that when we talked about this earlier, like how long will the uh, chance last? Will there be chance? Oh, God. And I'm thinking yeah, that, that's- if they do this, they better do it in the fucking beginning. Do they start off the fucking show like this? Because otherwise, it's going I, all fucking. Are night you long. envisioning? So there's a pre. So are you envisioning it starts at the pre-show and runs and then gets oh, even louder? Fuck. I, can um, you see the women's? Can you see the women's war games match being ruined by the chance? Mm, no, because no, I think they like Rhea. If it was two other, she's not in the war game. Oh, I thought you said the women's title match. Yeah, the women's the war women's game match. War- mm. Mm. Bearing in mind you're starting with a match, the, the problem of war games is what we we talked about before, where um, there's there's no pin. It is, you know, it's everybody can wrestle now. We 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 get that, you know, smacked over our heads. But you're you're having 20 minutes where you're telling everybody no one's getting pinned here. Everyone has to come yeah. into the ring. Yeah, that's what perfect, sucks. It's perfect time, perfect time to chant his name it a is. lot. <laughs> Fuck ah. God, I, I don't know. It feels like like I'd like to say the fans are more educated now, and like know when to shut the fuck up. But then again, we st- we get the what chance still, which is fucking. I it bothers me. Uh, it's like oh shut. The but when fuck you say up. educated, when you when you say educated, you sound like it annoys you. Like do you not? Do you you're not you're not the WWE. Like it's not your company. So are you not entertained by? The sabotage and the take the taking over of the show. Yes, I am. I I do like a fucking you know craziness. Uh, during at the same time, I want it to be a fucking surprise. And when people are chanting it the entire time, it feels like it's known. It's no big deal. It's not a surprise. Like when um, if people are going, oh, I got a special mystery partner. And you hear the whole crowd start to fucking chant the mystery fucking partner. You go, mm, I like it to be fucking announced and then everybody go crazy, you know? And, you know, ahead of time, they're screaming the person's name for fucking 20 minutes and it's supposed to be. But but both wrestlers have no clue who they're talking about. Oh, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Meanwhile, the crowd is screaming it, you know? That's the thing, AW, because they wanted to sell out the building and do do a rating. They 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 made it very clear. Yeah, that sucks. That Punk was coming. Yeah, so, I didn't like that either. Uh, I was like, don't fucking tell people he's gonna be there. What the fuck? But they have no choice. They need to fucking get people. Yeah, because otherwise no one watches. Yeah, did you see um, the fucking this, attendance this, records for like this weekend? It was like three thousand for AEW in Chicago, and then you know, fucking twenty five thousand or whatever. <laughs> Well, apparently the one by you, um, they they they're claiming they did thirteen thousand. Oh, over in at uh, with Oakland. Yeah, what's it called? The Forum. Oh, in Kia, in by me. I love when you always think that L.A. is right next to me. Um, yeah, that one. I was waiting to see pictures okay. in the seats and shit like that because that one. The thing is, you would think it was in the fucking you know. Staples Center and it wasn't it was in a fucking smaller you know place that was you know cut in half and all that kind of shit so yeah and I think it's because it's pay-per-view like they do better in a pay-per-view yeah I still I still think the pay-per-view was overly long um, there were there were bits on there that didn't need to be on there that, that was my main takeaway from watching that I think We've done some sort of show this week where we talked about a pay per view. I can't remember we what did. we did. Was it Informer? Yeah. Yes, it was. Informer. Uh, yeah. So we've done that already. But um, yeah, I I am going to Royal Rumble. So I would rather he come out and get one of the numbers there selfishly. Um, it'll be mixed feelings. Um, obviously, it's a great thing to watch. But, and if you're, if you don't attend shows and you don't have any money, um, then it doesn't matter to you. You probably do want to see it this weekend, but I I make decent money and there's and I don't have to be here. I can be there. Uh, I've made the choice not to be. Um, 
just about because I was looking at my options this week. Um, looked up, I've Googled flights, hotels, accommodation, uh, who can sort me out a free ticket, whatnot. Yeah, uh, looked at all of that. The fucking right by the Rosemont Horizon is uh, like a hundred bucks. That's it. Yeah, there's still a flight I can get right now. I can still get a flight tomorrow. Yeah, my morning. cousin showed me like get. hotels. He was like, this is right next to the fucking place. And it's a nice place. It's a hundred bucks. Like, mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, see, if you told me that two, three days ago, I might have actually gone for it. Um, it's a weird, it's weird timing. Like, I wasn't planning to go at all. Usually... I can just go to any pay-per-view on the drop of the drop of the dime. Um, I can just um, get the money to just without going. My rule is just don't fucking touch the savings account, um, which in the savings account always requires me to go in with identification, withdraw it in person, and they always ask you, "It's your fucking money." They always say to you, "Well, what do you need this? What do you what do you need this for?" And I, and I actually could I'm entitled to say, "I want coke." And whores, and <laughs> and this is exact, and this is this is the only thing it's going towards: coke, whores, and partying, um, because it's mine. Fuck you! Like it's none of your business. What what I need it for? It shouldn't be, but you still do get asked that that question. So that's that's the account I don't go into. So normally in my regular account there would be money for this, but I spent five thousand pounds this week on Paul Gascoigne for a private signing for my website. So. Um, that's why it would have to be a savings account thing. And once you dip into that account for something like this, then that forever becomes accessible. It's sort of a... a I, I, the only time uh, I've been into the account in the last uh, five years was when I actually decided to go to America for a full month. It was like the first time I'd been there since COVID. And it was like, I'm not going for one week, two weeks. I'm fucking going for a month. I was just adding shit to a concert. It started a SummerSlam in Nashville. Then it became, let's see Nick for a week first before I go. Then it became, fuck it, this is near Florida. Let's add another fucking two weeks on the other side of it as well. So it just became a holiday that got absolutely out of control. Um, I think I'd spent about eight grand before I even got there. Um, <laughs> and then another five or six while I was there as well. So it was just fucking stupid. Stupid and best holiday I've had. But... Um, yeah, so this is the thing. Once you, once you open that door, um, it's like fucking with, um, it's the same with any kind of bad habit. Like, oh, you don't touch that cigarette. Don't have that drink. Don't, don't, yeah. don't take that drug. Once you, once you start, like, it's like an issue. So I tend not to do it. Um, and I have been so tempted to take multiple, multiple, multiple occasions to take that visit down, which visit there, which includes, uh, speaking to you. Um, we've mainly been speaking to you about how I can do it for the for the for the the, the thousand the fifteen hundred pounds that's in my regular account because fifteen hundred is what about two thousand dollars. If I could go for two thousand dollars tomorrow, someone said here's a way to do it for two thousand um, dollars. There's for a ticket, a decent ticket, flight, hotel. You can do it for two grand. I'd, I'd get it right now. I'd get on that 11 a.m. Well, flight tomorrow. how much is tomorrow, the flight? Because other, other than that, you're getting a, a free comp ticket probably. And then if the hotel's a thousand bucks, how much is the fucking airfare then? What, what do you mean? Hotels should be a thousand bucks. No, I said the, the hotel's a hundred bucks. Um, mm. and, and you get a comp ticket. How much is the airline? Because otherwise then it's uh, fucking, the airline. fucking nothing. It's the airplane that's costing you any money. In, well, it's getting more and more and more and more. Like a, a normal flight to Chicago is five fifty, but if you take if you book it on the day, it'll be six eighty tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I mean six eighty. Well, you're not even spending a thousand bucks, I don't think. Easily. Oh, you got to get the ticket, and then I've got to get the ticket. Got to get the hotel. Got to get the the Uber, the Ubers, Uber there, Uber back to the airport, food. It does. It does add up, but yeah, you, you, you can, it can be done within within budget. Yeah, but is the other side of it is is that is he even going to be there? Like that. That's been the main mm -hmm. problem. The main problem for me hasn't been affordability because the money's always there. I, I'll go to my I'll go to my you know my main bank, my savings account, whatever, and just get the money out. If someone said to me, if someone like a um, wrestler. Or one of the sources that I use for news to turn around and said, "Yeah, we're expecting him tomorrow. He's on some kind of run sheet or whatever." Then, um, then I'd be going. 
but that information has been withheld from everybody. Mm. Um, what will be most the most satisfying, one of the more satisfying bits about it um, will be the fact that I am the only one on record that said there's been any kind of offer as well. These other dirt sheep people who don't know anything and mostly guess have just played it safe with the whole, he's not coming, he's not coming, we've been told he's not coming. Well, of course you've been told he's not coming, you fucking knobs. Like, what else are they going to tell you? Oh yeah, he's signed, he's coming. Like, they're not, no one's going to tell you anything. And their sources are so down the bottom they're like runners and assistants. They're like people that get coffee and they basically see whiteboards. The person who talks to Sean Ross at probably gets coffee and walks past the whiteboard, which is why he gets the news, why he gets the run sheet so late. Because by that point, all the wrestlers can see the order of the show. Yeah. So that's what. So he he's basically get he's he's basically asked when he says we asked but we didn't get any answers. He asked a coffee maker. What what was what was happening? That that's that's the level of his uh, information. So I'm I, I'm trying to always ask as high up as I can possibly go, but nobody is telling me. Certainly, no wrestler is telling me anything about it, which is a fucking pain in the ass. I'd love to be able to turn around and go, look, I'm gonna I want to come to this if this is happening. You don't have to tell me yes or no, but just tell me if I should buy a ticket or not. <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> Have you tried to ask that of somebody? A couple of people that don't they don't know. Man. Hmm. I wonder if they don't know. I guess they probably wouldn't know. I wonder if this would be a thing where do you know what you know what I don't who I don't hear being talked about enough on podcasts? Like when people say, Oh, Vince, people still people still just go, Oh, Vince, Triple H, Vince, Triple H, Vince, Triple H. It's Ari Emanuel. And Ari Emanuel's a name I don't fucking hear on any podcast. It kind of shows you how um, in, 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 tune, in, in twine with the wrestling bubble these people are because they can't kind of adjust to what's really going on, which is a different set of people make the final decisions. Ari Emanuel is now Vince. He's number one. He's on the top of this new company, TKO. Mm -hmm. If CM Punk is there, Ari did it. Ari talked to him. Ari's the one hiding him somewhere. Um, Ari, Nick Khan, still Vince as well. But, you know, there's a there's a chance, not a great chance, but I'm saying there is a chance that Triple H hasn't been told. And CM Punk is on a oh, plane tomorrow and he comes in. And he, and he comes in on a box fan and they tell him, get him on the fucking show. Find free. We 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 can't we weren't telling we we have to tell we're going to tell you today um, we need you to free up ten minutes on the show uh, for for something that we want to put on the show. Jesus <laughs> but Christ! I don't think what, how, you imagine how pissed Obviously, I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, like it's it's possible. Yeah. It's possible that he doesn't doesn't know today uh, because that show's not been timed out yet. That show won't get timed out till tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. So, well, let's say final was fi final say, final say, yes or no. Uh, what's he doing, and God. what's he doing next? I say he's there, he and I say it's the Nakamura thing, and and, and that comes next. from I won't say it comes from you, but you're the reason why I I think that is. Um, and then after all the fucking clues that have been going on with Nakamura was like right after you had said to me. If anything, it's going to be with Nakamura, and then all hell started breaking loose with Nakamura with the clues and shit. And I was like, "Motherfucker!" And and that's the only time I saw it. Uh, so yeah, my hope is Nakamura. We see Nakamura stroll to the fucking ring. Um, I'm worried that. Um, and then what's next for him? So say he comes in, he beats Nakamura. Then what? That was that was amazing. Like in terms of maybe that's a stumbling block in terms of what what do we do even then? Well, I think then you're gonna get a a, a, tr a real storyline with Nakamura, and because it's Nakamura going, what the fuck? I you know I, I didn't expect him to show up. So then you get a real fucking match, you know, mm. you know, one of those things. But um, it it would make more sense for the WWE to have him be at the Rumble. I know it's just because it's Chicago. That's the only reason anyone thinks this in the first place. Otherwise, there'd be zero fucking reason for him to be at Survivor Series. There's no fucking reason other than it's not it's just Chicago. that. It's because because you have a wrestler talking about 
I want you to come show yourself and all this shit. It's not just that. It's not just Chicago. It's not just. There's been many shows in Chicago where he's been available over the last nine years, and he hasn't. And yeah, there hasn't I mean, been this kind it's of. It's been since the all hell broke loose, and he's looking to stick it up their ass. That's the only reason. Yeah, but you also have a, but you also have a dude saying, "Show yourself, show yourself, come out. I'm waiting for you." Yeah, but I mean that doesn't help. Fuck, I I mean. It makes more sense, like, if it was at the Rumble, because I think if he doesn't show up here, I think a lot of that speculation and noise goes away. And I think they are into surprises more than anything else. Sure, there'll be some going like us going, oh, I fuck, maybe this is to throw us off the track and we'll get it at Rumble. Um, but I think for the most part, people will give up and be like, all right, well, you know, if he didn't come in Chicago, he ain't coming. And then it's the bigger surprise. Yeah, but I, I and, and I think that reaction to that, which you'll write about again, um, won't be felt weeks later down the line. It will be immediate. It will be in terms of ninety minutes into that show, they will start to realize they they're not getting that, and then this crowd will become sour, and it will affect the pay per view. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it could turn into the Mysterio being number 30, you know? Yeah, it could be. And that's I, do, I think Mysterio. that's what they don't want. Which what, and that's why you get, then that's why you got that one, that one day offer on the table, which I'll be, I'll still be surprised if he doesn't take it. But, and why wouldn't you? You know, it's I, an easy fucking payday. Yep. I'll be watching it at home, though. Um, I think still has some time. Still looking while we did the show as well. well it's gonna be the last show you hear, Billy, because it'll be fucking swinging from the fucking chandelier. Yeah, it's just it's it's that it's that thing. Like I said on one of the other shows this week, it's like if you never go, if you're not in the habit of going to sport, um, then it doesn't matter. Like it's not your, it's not. You know, you're you're not conditioned to do it. You're you're conditioned to be watching most things at home. So that it is what it is. I'm not conditioned to doing that. I've watched my sports team play horrendously so many times this year. Uh, I've been to so many average wrestling events that to miss this would be ridiculous. Um, given that there is no reason to miss it. But yeah, uh, but I think I sh I'm still looking now. Um, the flight is at 10.25 a.m. Lands in Chicago at 1.45. Lufthansa. <laughs> 538 pounds. It ain't that fucking... Um, it ain't fucking that expensive. Oh, no, it went up. 6.42. It was, it was, it was loading. The other one... That punk was going... <laughs> no, nah, the other one was a... Um, the other one was a connection somewhere. Mm. Well, is that all we got to talk about here? Are we about to, through with this show? Yeah, yeah, we're through. All right, kids. Uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure you listen. We put out a free um, Hulk Hogan uh, spotlight, and that is just a taste for the free birds because uh, part two and probably part three, I would assume there's going to be three parts of this, if not more. Um, because we just start talking about Hulk Hogan and things start going crazy. So, uh, we did a superstar profile. I call them uh, spotlights just because of the old magazines. Um, and we're going to be doing that quite often. Uh, let us know how you guys like that. If you guys would prefer a lot of those, uh, we have fun actually doing it and we're only through a little bit. We're only getting into the mega powers at this point of Hogan's career. So, um, to go through all of Hogan's career, I think it's going to be a few episodes. So that's uh, a little trial for everybody to try. And then if you uh, like that, you want to hear the rest of those shows, you're going to have to subscribe on the Dirty Sheets. Uh, that is it. You could check us out at Dirty Sheets X on Twitter, Billy at Lock Betting X on Twitter, on X as well. Um, and enjoy your pay-per-view. Check out over at... Um, what is it at lock betting is the uh or is it where you go to lock betting to find the uh, betting preview that's what i'm trying to say and uh where we go over the yeah, odds of all the podcast. matches yeah lock betting podcast you'll see it over there where we go into um 
all of the matches. We just don't go into depth like we did into these last three matches for sure. That's why we wanted to give you guys a, a few things over here. So that's it. I'm Kev. He's Billy. Have a good time.